Three idiots, one podcast. One sees himself as a gazelle trapped in a hippo's body. One has club thumbs and a head that is too big. One has a child-sized head and breaks down more than a rusty old pickup. All three are idiots. <laughs> what are, do we know what we're talking about tonight? No, not really. I kind of uh, thought we already started the podcast. <laughs> uh, well, this will be a great intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm assuming. I assume this stuff will make it in there. It'll be a good cold opening. Do you want me to go ahead and and do the intro? Then? Oh yeah, go ahead. Don't uh, don't try to get the number right because. That's not happening. No, nah, don't worry about that. I'm just going to throw out random numbers every time we do one. People will be all screwed up. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <clears throat> Welcome to another wonderful installment of Three Idiot Brothers Podcasting. Uh, by our calculation, this is episode 73. So hopefully you've been playing along with us all these episodes. Um, and, ho- and I hope this one doesn't disappoint you either. So what's up, fellas? Anybody's wondering where at a zoo she so just hear the herd of elephants running oh, in the I background. Know, right? Yeah. So that's, was that my house that you heard at? Oh, you think? <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> who, who else has a dog that's big enough to shake the camera as they're running? <laughs> He's big boned. Right. So. Yeah. So let's let, I got I got a little bit of beat. This is this is like the Costanza. Your daddy Costanza, I got a real problem with you people. Oh, it's Festivus. <laughs> I, got, I got an air agreement, and you're going to hear about it. <laughs> Feats of strength. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the thing. A medication that my wife takes. Ooh, my fingernails are dirty. Yikes. Does it gross you out if your fingernails are dirty? Underneath, I you bite know. mine down to the bone anyway, so they're never- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine don't mine don't go to the ends of my fingers, so they don't get much dirt in them. Well, it can't grow that big. Yeah. That's just someone. Um. So anyway, so prescription that that my wife takes is expensive, right? So we have we have um, CVS as our primary not primary care, as our, uh, what's those things called? Prescription, pharmacy, thank you. <laughs> sometimes, when you get old, sometimes you just blank. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so we go through them because that's where the insurance is through, the CV, whatever, care mark, anyway. So they make you go there and get 90-day supplies, right? So the medicine she takes, which is generic, right? It's a generic brand, 90-day supply, it was going to be over $300. Yeah, that's good stuff. So as so what we've been doing is getting like two weeks at a time, right? Because, you know, insurance isn't going to cover you until you hit some god-awful deductible or whatever. So we do it two weeks at a time. So this last time I went up there and was talking to the lady behind the counter at CBS, um, she's like, you know, and she gets on her phone. She said, if you transfer, transfer this over to Kroger, it's only going to be like, $81. <laughs> nice. For the same medicine? She's like, yeah, through GoodRx. 
I go, why don't you just use GoodRx then? And we just get it from you for $81. Why do I got to run all over the place to save $230 or whatever it is? If you got it right there, just do it. It's the same medicine. Why does it matter where it's coming from if I'm using GoodRx? Nope, got to go. So I had to go up to Kroger because they can't just send it there, right? You got to go to the pharmacy. They've got to call them and have them send that over. Of course. Fine. So I do. I go over Kroger, have them call. They say, okay, whatever. And I said, look, the lady at CVS told me there's good RX and this is going to cost like $80 or whatever it is to, to do this. And he's like, the guy's like, oh, yeah, it looks like there's a, your account's still active sort of here and there's a good RX tied to it. Great. Be ready tomorrow. Great. Tomorrow comes, not ready. They had to order it because, of course, it's not it. So I sent Maggie and, and her boyfriend Matt up to get it today, and they come back with a 30-day supply that's $77. I'm like, what? What is going on? So I called him, and I talked to this lady who was super nice. She was very helpful, and she said, well, it looks like – I said, and I told the whole story. CVS said, good RX, boom, here we are. She's like, well, maybe it's a different coupon code. Well, the last time I used GoodRx, there wasn't even coupon codes you had to give. It was just like a picture on GoodRx is the last thing oh. I remember. So now right. there's actually coupon codes. <clears throat> and um, I'm like, she said, so what coupon did you present to him? I didn't present a coupon to him. I had, I just told him there's GoodRx. Well, that's probably the problem. <laughs> well, nobody there. She's like, that's an old expired coupon or out of date there's probably a new one which is what the person at cbs saw of course at some point you all got to get together on this right <laughs> it should it should not be this hard for people <laughs> so we got it all worked out we're going to go pick up the rest tomorrow and just pay the difference so it's fine but what gets me is just out of curiosity we looked up the name brand and just the regular stuff that she's the generic stuff that she's taking the stuff she's taking is like $1,100 or something if you just buy it without good RX and no insurance. And the name brand is like eighteen or 1900 or something crazy like that. But yet if you use good RX, it's less than 100 bucks. So explain to me how this happens. What is good RX? How does good RX have this power? You know what I mean? How are they yeah. getting? And you know they're still honest, making money. Because I thought good RX was a scam because I've never used it. <clears throat> it's not a scam. Uh, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was, honestly. Don't ever I've get seen it. it. Yeah. Don't ever we get have a prescription without doing it. And I, I went to, I, we can go to Kroger too, but Jennifer just had a run in with them where they wanted to do the same thing. They want to do the 90 day <clears> supply <throat> through CVS because that's their preferred vendor. Right. But they let us go. My company says, no, you can go through Kroger because I guess CVS isn't popular down south or something. So the way that they do it. I don't know. Well, they well, we, so I still go Yeah, so I go through Kroger for everything because it's just cheaper. Um, well, use GoodRx. I'm telling you, look it up. It's really crazy. Well, my, well, my insurance still covers it through Kroger, too. Oh, it does? Yeah. So my insurance mm -hmm. covers it through Kroger. But if you do, like, if you have a, a prescription, like a prescription guy get every month, they want you to go through CVS. 
But they, it's it's it was, what Jennifer's taking is only was maybe a little bit more at CBS, so it wasn't nothing I was too concerned about. But and they send it send it in the mail. But I don't know to answer your question. I have no idea how that works because you don't pay into it, so I don't know how they're able to. I don't, I don't, I don't get it because I don't understand how they can charge so much money, and then you go to these guys and all of a sudden they get it for next to nothing. Well, they want you to think they get it for next to nothing because you know if they're giving you a ninety-day supply for eighty-one dollars, so not even a dollar a pill, they're still somehow having to make money off of this, or else oh, they wouldn't exist, money. right? So how much is this really costing? A couple quarters. You know what I mean? The markup's got to be if the if the markup was going to be a thousand dollars, but yet they can drop it down to eighty and still make money. Come on now. When oh. you have like uh, doctors' um, bills or oh, hospital yeah. bills, how they can you know <laughs> certain um, insurance companies get markdowns a certain way, others get different markdowns. It all costs different amounts. Like, depending on what insurance company, how does that even make sense? It's a service. Like, it should be a certain yeah, cost. That's the thing. It's not. It's a company. Uh, well, I it's know. It's a... all crooked. It's all just like, it's all, <laughs> it's all a business and it's all about the bottom line. So, it's all about manipulation. I mean, that's just what it is. Yeah. So, so, I, I think mean, a show that does a good job of like showing that is Scrubs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that it's a business. It's yeah. a funny part of it, but like right. it's a it's good, true. it shows it because it shows Kelso not want to do anything unless you have, you know, the insurance and, and things like that. So like that's a hey, you're itching me right where I scratched because Scrubs <laughs> has always been one of my favorites, but um, it was voted like the most accurate yeah. by the AMA as far as yeah. how they handle the the healthcare side of stuff and also. Um, they have an awesome podcast out right now that I love. So <laughs> I've heard about it. I haven't watched it, but I've oh, heard it's about it. it's fantastic, man! You should listen to it. It's really but funny. Is this when they watch like the episodes and something? And it's a rewatch, it? but like, and they do talk about the show, but like a lot of it is just them just being because they're really good friends, you know. So like, yeah. they're just um, basically BSing with each other and just like, you know, razzing each other. It's it's really funny. They're they're funny guys. I enjoy it a lot. I had a three-minute surgery, though, to get back to that, like, to get that heart monitor in. Oh, yeah. Um, it cost me, like, it, it cost, I have paid it. It's, like, 10000 bucks because, and they said the insurance won't cover it because it, it wasn't um, a procedure that was, like, known. And so I told, I called the hospital. I'm like, I'm not paying this because you didn't contact my insurance first. Right. They're like, no, it was life-threatening. I'm like, you did this four days after. Ugh. Four days after I was in the hospital, and it's that's a ridiculous. heart monitor. Yeah, like, that's the other heart monitor. So I'm like, I'm like, I tell you what I'll do. I'll pay the ten percent that I was going to pay after insurance. Like, no, we can't do that. So now they're sending me bills fifty percent off. So we're getting there. I'm just going to hold out a little bit longer, and uh-huh. then I'll start. I'll start trying to do a payment or something. But Man. I'm like. I'm like, this is it's so stupid. I just it is. Stupid. I never wanted to go to the doctor for one. I'm not saying that doctors don't help, but it's a, it's a, it's a treat. We live in like a, a, um, 
a pharmaceutical society. It's like, let's just treat the symptoms instead of doing like a whole health, um, like a whole health assessment or let's find the root of the problem. It's like, oh, so you're having this problem here. Take this pill. It'll get rid of that problem. Well, yeah, but can we find the root cause of what's causing all these issues? It's like they don't worry about that. They just worry about the symptoms, and then they give you a pill for that. It's like so that's why we all take so many freaking pills, and it's all a business, and it's all about the uh, the pharmaceutical reps. Um, You know, they're they're they go into these doctors' office, and they use you know their sex appeal or whatever they got to do to try to essentially be drug dealers to try to get them to to prescribe these drugs like i mean that's essentially what it is like and then they get like kickbacks and stuff i mean it's it's crazy it's just it's ridiculous but yeah but there's no you know everybody wants to scream about how politicians are great and fine upstanding people and all this stuff and they're here to help the american people are you really because you let this crap get by this is ridiculous. This is like the biggest oversight in the galaxy. Yeah. How can you let people get screwed like this and sleep at night? It, I know it's it's crazy, but I want to change topics. You got some honorable mentions? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Ooh. I've been I've been busy on the Netflix and uh, my other Hoopla and Canopy and all these other apps that I watch. <laughs> um, but okay, is have you watched that Call Me Cat show? No. With Mia Bialik or how? No, do you but say I have that? watched Mr. Mayor and I love that show. It looks hysterical. It is awesome. The guy, I mean, it's not awesome, but it's funny. Like uh, the guy that uh, Bobby Moynihan, I just think he's oh, hilarious. Yeah. And and Ted Dance, I mean, his the character, him and Bobby Moynihan to me make the show really funny. Um, I, I really enjoy it. It's and it's witty. It's uh, I it's a funny show. But no, I haven't watched the Call Me Cat or what is it? What is it? Call Me Cat, where she opens up a cat coffee shop. Yeah, I but mean it looks it, it sounds good. It's great when they and they break that fourth wall. I mean it just doesn't exist. It's it's amazing. Which, it's so which mom great. hates. This is oh hilarious. she hates it. She hates that. That's so funny. But it's, yeah, the it's whole, really anytime real. we would, yeah, anytime we would bring it up after it, like the first episode or whatever, she's like, "Oh, I can't stand how she talks to the camera." <laughs> uh, it's so good. Her, you guys gotta watch it. I had her watch Hamilton when they came over the one day and spent the night, Uh-oh. and the whole time she was just, "Oh gosh, <laughs> why?" I don't like it. I don't get it. Oh, I don't, I don't understand it. I can't understand it. <laughs> Just oh, listen to it. Like I have the subtitles on and everything. I'm like, just that's fine. listen to it. Well, I guess maybe it's the the style is a little fast for. I don't know. But um, two so two shows I've I've watched recently that Marcus, I tried to get him off topic. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> back on, man. The, uh, the first show Ooh, I watched. Wait, is- I gotta interrupt you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I, know. I know. I'm sorry, but I have to. I have to send a shout out out to Tom and Beth Jones because I I ran into him at uh oh, I don't know can I say uh the Home Depot but I, I just, well, did. just we ran did. from the Home Depot yeah. <laughs> the store so the, the home improvement store yes it's orange and it's called Home Depot is where <laughs> I ran into him at and uh, 
Tom was saying that he, you know, he still enjoys and, and he always checks out there to see if we got a new one, new one going out there. So thank you guys for listening. I don't know why you do, but thank you. Oh yeah. For listening. We truly appreciate it. It's so, great. There. I'm Sorry. glad he does it. Uh, I always look forward to seeing like a little thumbs up or something from him. So it makes me feel good that somebody else is listening. <laughs> well, you know what? Now that I think about it. Beth never said that she listened to it. <laughs> so, so maybe, Bethy maybe Poo, take... what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah just the time. Uh, well, yeah. no, I'll leave that in. Cause I, that I in, wanna, yeah. yeah, I'm leaving that in because I want Matter people fact. to know that Beth's not listening, but Tom is. So we appreciate right. that. We just podcast shamed her. <laughs> That's and right. She's being called out right now. So. <laughs> All right. So go, go on with your story. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So back to my honorable mentions. So the first one is called Rectify. And it's uh, it's on Netflix right now. But it's about this guy that you find out. Well, spoiler alert. Um, I mean, you, you kind of know. Like, I mean, that's kind of the premise of the show, right? He's He's wrongfully convicted of uh of a crime and he's on death row for like 20 years so then he then they like get evidence to release him and um and then it's about him like adjusting to kind of quote unquote regular life and the impact it's had on the family and everything like that and like how they're trying to adjust to it really excellent show the acting his acting is fantastic but I was just like I couldn't stop watching. I just kept wanting to finish. There's like how many seasons? Maybe four seasons of it or something like that. Um, so that show was really good. I mean, I I would put that up there as one of my fav- favorites, at least dramas. And then I watched this other show, which Chuck, it's gonna itch you right where you scratch. I like it because it, it's in German and it's about time travel. Uh, <laughs> why would you say that? All right, I'm not listening to this part. Yeah, I'm just mute, it's, muting you. <laughs> it's so dark, and it's on Netflix. Man, was it, those actors, I mean, maybe it's because like I'm reading subtitles and I'm looking at their faces more closely. Um, their acting was... You're I looking at their faces more closely as you're reading subtitles? Yeah, I mean, how slow do you read? Yeah. Like you just read that, like it comes up, you just read it, and then you look at their face. Well, like, I don't think you need to make fun of anybody's intellect here. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just I agree. Like I don't think you need to look face. at the face if you're reading the subtitles. You know what they're going to say. You don't need to look at the mouth because it's well, not going to match. Not look at, <laughs> at their expressions. And man, I'll tell you, I don't know if it's like. Okay, it's, but so why don't you look at that when you're actually someone's actually saying the line? Right? I think that's what I'm getting at. No, yeah. I'm, no. What makes a difference? Finish, I guess you're just like interrupting me. I can't even finish my thought. <laughs> because it's, because it's, it's dumb. You, you no, can't circle this around. No, what I'm saying is I don't know if it's because I was paying more attention to their expressions because Same you thing. know. Once I, I read the subtitle, I'm done until the next subtitle comes up. <laughs> I, I don't know. Because I'm taking next. it all in. Like it's more. It's almost like I'm reading a book. But I have like live stuff going on. It's like I don't know. It just seems it like grabs me in more. I think you're reading a book with pictures is what you're doing. I mean, yeah, sort of. But it's like anyway, <laughs> they their acting was great. Like and they a lot of them are younger, but like their acting was just I don't know if it's a just the German style or what. But I was like really super impressed with it. 
And the show was, I mean, it's like science fiction, but what do they what do they do differently than like American actors? Just I just want to know, like, what's the like well, what, so they, when you watch a show with American actors, what makes you think, hmm, he didn't sell that for me? Like, just, sort of like so I'll watch I'll watch his show and I'll just think, well, he's not very convincing, or like especially like some of the side characters, are like there are a ton of characters in this show, so there's like a bunch of actors, and like they're all really good. As opposed to like even like in Rectify, the show I really liked, there's still a couple actors I'm like, eh, I really wasn't. I mean, I can watch it and I understand what they're trying to do with it, but I wasn't really, you know, buying what they were selling. But with these guys, like it's just I was all in. Like I thought pretty much from top to bottom, especially the total number of actors they had, and I thought they were just all great. But um, so anyway, I think you should all watch dark and rectify um the dark i don't know about because you got me i, I feel like anything I'm, in time travel oh Why it's only three seasons time i hate time travel well honestly i mean I well like there's it. like there's multiverse stuff too but i mean this is oh, even see better your face right now i mean this i truly God. am I hate subtitles. This is like based in science, like theoretical science. Like it's not just, I mean, some of it's like obviously fiction, but some of it's theoretical science. Chuck, Chuck, do you remember a movie called Shazam with Sinbad? Uh, I have no idea. I don't think so. See? (laughs) Listen, I want, if someone has seen this movie, I want them to... I want them to post in the comments before I go any further. Oh, that's because, going to happen. All well, not like, li- not like live time. I just want them to say, like, hey, I've seen this. Or I've, I've... <laughs> yes, but here's the thing. So it's a, it's a paranormal phenomenon because people that were born in the 90s remember this movie that was not actually ever a movie. It's a, I'm telling you, look it up. I was reading it to Mikey yesterday, Mikey and Tiffany. Shaq was in Shazam. No, he was in Kazam different yeah it's a different same one thing. i thought i was thinking the same thing i, I was thinking no, of that exactly. on people remember but people remember like parts of this movie that he was in that apparently never existed but it's, it's only like the bernstein bears or bernstein bears yes, or whichever one yes. it is it's like that kind of yes. stuff and like the kit kat like is there a hyphen between it like people remember vividly that there's a there's a hyphen in it um i don't think so that's what about the bernstein See? It's how See? it's spelled or pronounced. Is oh. it Berenstein or Berenstein or I don't know what the other I don't know what the options well, are. You know, I don't put more emphasis on the falafel and then <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't No, but I don't I'm, remember. That's just, I, I told Mikey up until yesterday I believed that that was a movie until I read that it is not. And it's um and it's a thing where they say people born in the 90s can swear up and down that this was a movie. And they remember lines and they remember scenes and it's just, I thought, I thought it was a real movie. Like I remember like advertisements and like, I remember seeing him dressed up like this and now I find out it's not a movie and it just, it really took me away. Like I just, I didn't know what to think. And it's what was called the Mandela effect because they call it that because people remember, Nelson Mandela dying in the 1980s in prison when he didn't really die until 2013. But they remember like newspaper articles talking about how he died. So they call it the Mandela effect. And it's like, like I said, so it's like a paranormal phenomenon that 
if you if if more than so many people believe that this is true, you don't got to look at me like that. I'm just. I apologize to all of our listeners that was really into Mikey's uh, honorable mentions and Bonehead number three over here jumps in with some movie that didn't even exist. I'm telling you, I'm, it's right, I'm telling you, it's right here. I wanted to, I want to read the article. Well, while you're doing that, that no one cares about, um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I am going to, uh, say that um anyone that is friends with my wife on facebook knows this but we have a new a new family member yes. uh so we have uh we adopted a dog miles he is like part boxer and uh we don't know what else but uh he is uh, a blast he's a lot of fun full of energy and he's super sweet loves everyone um but he does have his faults um, of which are, uh, I think that he thinks he is a prisoner in the home, <laughs> which, I mean, I guess you could argue maybe there's good reason for that because we kind of treat them like prisoners, but, um, but, uh, he has this wild eyed look and, and we knew when we, when we first got him with like just the way he acted that he would be a flight risk. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so Did you pull his passport. Yeah. So we have been really careful, like with him, um, making sure that, you know, he's in the fence. He's not, you know, doors are, um, always closed quickly so he can't sneak out and all this stuff. Well, Tiffany was, uh, this was like, I think the seventh day we had him, we, uh, Tiffany was going to a birthday party for, uh, one of Katie's friends taking the kids and she was heading out the garage door. And normally we make sure the the big garage door is closed just in case he would squeeze out the door. He's stuck in the garage. Well, at this point she was just running the bags out. So she thought, well, I'll just be quick. And these bags will keep him from escaping through the door. Wrongo. <laughs> Cause she, uh, mm-hmm. she had the bags, you know, trying to block the door and he just, he saw his chance and he bolted right through the bags, took off running out the door. I'm sitting in the uh, chair and I hear everyone screaming. I had my shoes on, luckily. Uh, and uh, so I get up and I'm like, okay, open it. I'm yelling to him, open a car door because he loves car rides. And I'm thinking maybe if we <laughs> open a car door, he'll just go like right into the car door, not thinking, you know. Well, that didn't work. No. You just. Uh, and I mean, the kids were both crying, you know, they're screaming for the dog and they're crying. I take off. And by the time I get out there, he's already halfway down our driveway and he looks back and he sees me and I wish you could have seen his face. Cause he's like, (laughs) (laughs) he, he had this like look of pure joy and like, so let's go, like, (laughs) let's see what you got, you know? And he took off. Down the driveway. So I'm sprinting down the driveway after him, screaming. And he runs straight. Oh, my gosh. He runs straight to our road, right? Which is, like, horrifying because people drive so fast down that road. He runs straight to London Road and goes right in the middle of it and just takes off heading for uh, (laughs) Derby. Just right down the middle of the road. Luckily, no cars were coming. So I'm sprinting after him. I run down to the driveway. I'm running down the road, screaming for him. Of course, you know, he's just like, 
toasting me. I mean, I don't have a chance at catching him. He's like really fast. And uh, I ran all the way past, uh, you know, our neighbor uh, uh, where Keith used to live. Yeah. Uh, our cousin Keith used to live. Uh, they have uh, horses and they have a fence there. Well, I ran to the end of that fence, like sprinting the whole way and chased it after him. And he just was like, <laughs> well, he had enough, it was like tortoise in a hare. He had enough time to stop, take a crap in the cornfield <laughs> and like, and take off. And like, I still wasn't even close to him. Like I'm trying to catch him. And he, so he takes off, gets right back on the road after taking the crap in the cornfield. I can just see you running after him, then you stop with your little baggie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I was leaving that. So I, I was running after him. So then uh, Tiffany, she had finally um, gotten into the car and caught up with me. And so we're in the middle of the road. In the meantime, thankfully, again, no cars coming. And we're chasing him, and we'd stop the car and we'd catch up to him, and he would just run circles around the car and then, like, bolt away from me. <laughs> and, like, I'm so – eventually i was like i'm like super ticked you know so like i just like sounded like a maniac and i just yelled at him well he knew he was in trouble his ears went back tail dropped but he still wouldn't come to me because <laughs> he's like uh this isn't happening so uh, he ends up he he gets off the road at least and starts heading we're almost at burrow lane at this point and he's heading down the middle of a cornfield I'm just running down the cornfield after him. Well, I realized that he, he like he'll sit and shake and stuff like that. Like somebody's taught him to do this. And so I'm like, well, if I can get him to just like sit for a second to where I can like, cause at this point I was getting close to him. So I, I yelled out, um, sit. And he hesitated just enough that I like pounced on him. I grabbed him by his collar and you know, lifted him over my shoulder Threw him in the car. We head back home. Uh, of course, you know, the kids were relieved. But it was like, oh, my gosh. So, you know, we've been really trying to work with him to to listen, like, um, you know, with commands, like when we call him and stuff. Like, we're really right. doing treats like crazy, like when we call him. And it's working. Like, it used to be when he was out in the yard, he would just run. And if he was on the trail or something or, like, barking at the neighbors or something, you couldn't get him to come in. Well, now, if we tell him, like, he knows he's getting treats, so he just, like, bolts into the house. He's like, okay, where's my treat? (laughs) And uh, so it's working. But we still, like, I wasn't crazy about this, but we ended up getting a shock collar because he was just being crazy. Like, he was, uh, when the neighbor's dog was out, like, he was just so energetic and just, he was going to jump the fence. So we had to, like, try to get him to calm down with that, so... But other than that, he's been like great. But that day was pretty uh, exhausting and chaotic, <laughs> say the least. It's uh, tough. Yeah, but he is a lot of fun. And you guys need to come see him. He's he's really cool. We can't wait to. We were just talking. We were just talking about that tonight at dinner. That we would gotta come over and see that fella. Yeah, he's really cool. Not not great with other dogs so far, but. Uh, he just gets too excited and he can't like he uses his paws because he's you know that boxer and he's just like we tried with our neighbor's dog and he was just like all over the dog you know nola uh we tried like a little recess with the dogs you know yeah and uh he like nola was super chill you know i mean 
she's a big dog. She's like 90 pounds and he's like 60 pounds or whatever. And, uh, he was like just all in her face, like all over. And we had to kind of break him up and just, he just would not settle down. (laughs) So, so we're still working on that. He's not great with other dogs, but we'll get him there eventually. He's, uh, he's been pretty fun though. We've, we've really enjoyed having him. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, well, I think Mikey, oh, well, I'm sorry. Are you done? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a story, uh, of, about Walker and Skyler. And I think Mikey, you know, Oh yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The road trip story. Marcus, uh, I don't know if you've heard it or not. I don't know. So, so the boys went to Michigan to visit, um, Julie. And Walker was driving Skyler, and they're going up through Michigan. So it's probably, I don't know, six-hour drive, whatever it is. So they get a maybe a couple hours away from Julie's. Skyler has to pee. And Walker, they're in the middle of nowhere. And Walker's like, well, you're just going to have to go in the bottle. I can't pee in the bottle. You're going to well, have to pee in the bottle. Up to that point, too, uh, you know, Walker says he peed like 14 times <laughs> since they left the house. So he was like completely over the <laughs> the bathroom break stuff. <laughs> That's true, too. That's true, too. Skyler is a nervous peer. He's like his yeah. grandma. Um, so. So finally they pull over and Walker hand and Mikey, correct me when I'm going astray here, because I think I've only heard the story once. Um so Walker hands Skyler a bottle and says, you got to pee in the bottle, you know, out, outside the car. Well, Skyler didn't want to do that because he's afraid somebody was going to see him peeing. And he said, I'm not, I'm not doing it. So I'm just going to get in your back seat. And I'm going to pee in the bottle in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, oh, whatever. So Walker, you know, is facing forward, looking out the windshield, the front of the car, right? So Skyler back is to walker's back because skyler's looking out the back window and and walker's jeep trying to pee in this bottle well somehow he got spooked i don't know if he thought he saw a car that part i don't really know exactly how it spooked him (laughs) but i think walker heard like oh no or something and walker's like are you okay back there and i guess you know they kind of both turned heads to look and they're looking at each other and skyler's like I peed on your seat. <laughs> Walker's like, what? He's like, he's like, no, he's like, oh yeah, all over. I'm peeing now. <laughs> <laughs> well, then Skyler like panicked, right? <laughs> yeah. so, then, so then, in the middle of peeing all over Walker's back seat, Skyler Skyler gets nervous, and so he just pulls up his pants. <laughs> and he's peeing. Pee. He's still peeing. He pulls he's up his pants. Peeing. He's peeing in his pants. <laughs> so it's going, it's going all over the, all over the seats <laughs> and everything. So they get done, or he gets done, I guess. And so he's got pee all over him and all over Walker's back, back of the seat, back of the car. And he gets in, and Walker's like, "Why didn't you just pee in the bottle outside?" And like Skyler goes, "Oh." I would have done that. <laughs> he, thought he, 
he thought he was telling him to just pee outside without the bottle, I guess. And that's what was he didn't want to do. And he's like, oh, I would have peed in the bottle outside. I didn't know that's what you meant. So for the next hour and a half or so, you know, Walker was kind of mad at him, I think. Um, he got over it. But then they get to a gas station. And then I this is where I ended up talking to Skyler. I said, were well, you going to take clothes in the bathroom and change? Well, no, Dad. That'll look weird. Okay. You're right. You're right. Just continue to wear peed in clothes. Sitting. He's like, well, I'm going to pay to have Walker seats clean. <laughs> when we get to Julie's, I'm like, well, how far away are you from Julie's? Probably about an hour. I'm like, oh, man, you got to sit. You're going to sit in clothes that have got urine all over them. And so the, the back seat, I'm sure, is covered. Whatever he's wearing is now covering the front seat as well. I'm like, you're going to have to clean the whole thing. What's that? Did he get any in the bottle? I doubt it very much. Right in the beginning. <laughs> I, think, I think he got spooked from the word go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, peeing all over it. <laughs> like, well, speaking, of, speaking of car trips... So Mikey wanted me to share this story. You remember when we were messing with Dad when we went to that auction oh, to the we point where he had to pull yeah. over? Yeah. <laughs> so so we were, where were we going? We were going to an auction. It was a school auction, right? Yeah. Because, Mikey, you drove separate or something, right? Mikey didn't go. I don't think I went to that. Isn't that where we got that big cabinet and where it hit you in the shin? That was it hit me in the shin. That's what I'm saying. I thought Mikey was yeah. there though. No, he, it was just me, you, and Dad. Yeah, I don't remember. And then that. I tried to jump over the back of the you, truck. You didn't jump. Oh yeah, I wasn't there for that. Oh my god, that was funny. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll get to the rest of that, but I wanted to talk about the when we were driving with Dad. So I was sitting behind him, right? Or are we? No, we're in the truck. We were both. We were side. We were all three on the seat. <laughs> I don't even know how it started, but you like hawked a loogie in a bottle or something, <laughs> right? It was so, so disgusting. That's, that's <laughs> but, correct. <laughs> dad was yelling at us. First off, we're like picking on Dad the entire time, and he's so stuff angry. Was just going, he was stuff was just going horribly wrong that day. Anyways, um, I busted my shin real bad on that door. That hurt. That was it that was a solid wood cabinet. That was yeah, a solid cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what happened with that, we're wheeling it out, right? And then the door, we didn't tie it so the door isn't open. So the door, as we're trying to go out, just falls and hits on my shin. And all I could do is, oh, <laughs> just holds my shin. And dad, he, dad doesn't care. He just shut it and keep moving. He doesn't care that my shin's on fire at this point. So then we get, get to the truck. And we're trying so to it hurts so bad. And so then we get to the truck, and we're trying to lift this heavy cabinet into the back of the truck. Well, someone has to jump over the side to get into the truck. So I volunteered because I think I got, you know, I'm taller, and I got good jump. So Oh, you got the I, ups, man. <laughs> I got the ups. So, so I grab the side of the truck, and I try to, like, get a good leap at it, and, like, my leg hitched right above the tire well. Like that's as far as it wasn't. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> so you, you, I noticed Mikey hit on the term when you said you, you got the, the hops or the jumps or whatever. Not the part that he said that he was taller. Huh? 
I didn't huh? say taller. No, no that's I what I'm saying. You didn't say anything taller. about that. Because I, said, I said, thought I was oh. taller and had hops. I'm taller and, and I got oh. hops. And you just hit him on the hops. You didn't say. He said he thought he was taller. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I thought I could right. make it. No, I, I didn't. Say, I, I didn't hear that part. Because he's five six. <laughs> right. Thank you. And heels. Read no. <laughs> Read my senior year football manual. I was five eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, give me a break, man. I was six foot in that in that <laughs> bank. I ain't I ain't even close to six foot. No, those things are legit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then we get in the truck on the way home, and we have two empty bottles, and Chuck does this thing where he hawks the loogies in the bottle. Well, I decided that I was <laughs> I had one, so I was going to try to do it as well. So I try. Somehow I missed, and it gets all over. It gets all over my hand. So it's just like it's just there. Like I get rid of the truck. We got nothing. That's gross. Dad, it was Dad, gross. <laughs> Dad's yelling at us, and it's like I'm like <laughs> like I'm starting to gag. So it's just loose on my hand. Oh god. <laughs> So at this point, once I start gagging, I don't know what to do. I just hold the bottle. Dad finally, like, pulls over and has to take his glasses off because he's wiping tears. <laughs> There's nothing else he can do but laugh. Oh, just, my gosh. laughing the entire time. But well, laughing and gagging because I think we all gag. Was, it was, oh, it was gross. I, I don't know how I missed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But Apparently, runs in the family. That brings me, well, me and Chuck should not be allowed to do anything with Dad. No. So we were getting the wood-burning stove from Linda's house when she was moving. And I told Dad, because I had the old Camry at that point, I told Dad I didn't have much gas in it. He's like, oh, you'll be fine. You'll make it. So on the <laughs> on the way to Linda's house, me and Chuck's in the Camry. Dad's in the truck. And as, as we're... Getting there, I look at Chuck and I'm like, "We need to, we need to act like we're out of gas." So he agrees. So I slowly pump the brakes. Like I didn't just want to stop in in the middle of the road. So I slowly pump the brakes. Like it's actually slowly dying. Then I come to. What's that noise? Huh? What's that noise? That oh yeah, it's my son. It's my son pump. Oh. <laughs> well, anyway, so I, I pump the brakes. So I slowly come to a stop. And then, so we just sit there, and we see Dad get further, and then he finally turns around. And as he's coming, we waited, like we held, and we just like wait for, it, wait for it. Then once he gets so close, we just took off going the other way. And as we pass him, he's just giving us the bird the entire time as we try to pass him. And then we flipped off by our father. Yeah, it was messed up. I can't believe he did it. I think so you guys angry. deserved it, big boy Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to Linda's, and we're just cracking up as he's like going across the grass. He's like just like stomping across the grass as he gets there. And we're God, cracking he was up. Doing. Oh, he was mad. It was funny until so he looks at us he's and we're so laughing. <laughs> then he can't hold it in anymore. He tries to be angry. Then he sees us cracking up, and then he can't do anything about it. Uh, gosh. Oh. That's hysterical. It was the hockey. The hawkers were that was gross. That was that gross. is that's really gross. I hit the bottle. Well, I have a gross auction story about dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. So 
Uh, and then I want to circle back because uh, mentioning Keith uh, made me think of a story involving Keith that I have to share. I can't believe I haven't told it yet. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we'll go to the because you guys broke the law, probably. You mentioned Keith. Well, I mentioned uh, getting. I said I was talking about uh, chasing Keith the dog, lived. and where Keith lived. Oh, okay, I missed. You that weren't part. paying attention, I obviously. No. I was yeah. up chasing, see if it was real at that time. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I saw you. <laughs> I saw you have that that concentration face on as I you were trying to read. I'm finding find some good stuff over here. I'm trying to find some stuff in Disneyland. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm trying to look at Dis- People said it was on Disney Channel, so I'm trying to look at the history of Disney Channel <laughs> to see if I can find like a playlist at some point to see if this oh. thing was on there. Oh, God. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so I'll get back to the, the story with me and Dad first. So we go to this auction. I think it was a state auction. It was like at a farm. Like a, I think they had a barn and stuff. That was we it were... in Nurk? Oh, man, I it was no, no. This one wasn't in. No, I don't no, think it wasn't so. That far from the house. Yeah, it wasn't too really? far. I mean, it's like right down the road. Yeah. I thought. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it was too far away. I mean, it it wasn't Newark. I don't think. But okay. Uh, so we we go to this auction and they had a bunch of stuff in the barn that we were interested in, you know, like tools and stuff. So, uh, so we're just kind of waiting around for the good stuff and we're looking at other things. And then dad's like, well, you know, he likes to always hit the food trucks. He goes to these auctions for the food. <laughs> the hot dogs. He, he likes to hit the food trucks. That's like his, his first concern when he gets there is like, okay, what are they serving and where are they at? So and if uh, they don't have one. He is angry again. <laughs> He is, and he's ready to leave. He is not interested Such anymore. Angry uh, man. So, <laughs> so we we get there, and so he ate something. I'm sure that probably didn't agree with him, and uh, so he had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so he goes into the porta potty because that's all they had there, and it was really nasty porta potty that had crap smeared all over it and everything. Oh, but, you know, I know, right? But dad couldn't, like, help it, right? So he had to. So he thought that he had cleared enough of the stuff out of the way that he was safe to use it. So he uses it, and he comes out to tell I'm getting a lump in my throat right now. (laughs) He comes out, and he's like, I got crap all over the back (laughs) of my jackets. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I went in there, and he's like, I knew it was all messy. And he's like, I thought I had it moved. He's like, but my jacket got all in it. And it was, what? The, the, even, the, the horrible part is, we stayed longer. <laughs> there was some stuff that we really wanted to, to see what it went for. So we stayed longer, but I couldn't stand by him because he stunk so bad. Like, <laughs> I could smell it. So I was like, I was like, you know, at least 10 feet away from him the whole rest of the time we're there. And another thing that stunk about it, other than him, was that he, it was my van at the time. So we oh, had to get right. in my van and drive him home. Oh, it was so gross, that's man. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. I guess we're doing a bathroom theme this time. I don't know. It seems like we have a lot of. Uh, bodily fluids it's working out there <laughs> yeah i don't know um oh, so then funny. uh 
so jumping over to the Keith story, um, I I just can't believe I haven't told this yet, but I'm I'm pretty sure I haven't. Um, so you know, for those of you that don't know this, which some of you might not realize this, but uh, Keith lived next. Uh, Keith, Jeanette, and Shelby lived next to us for uh, years. I don't know how many years, maybe ten. Ten years. I mean, eight years, something like that, you know, before um, Keith passed away. Um, But uh, he uh, invited us to a Reds game to go to them with them to a Reds game. So we're like, yeah, this will be great. So we go to the Reds game. You know, got decent seats. Uh, We're sitting down. And at this time, Shelby was relatively young. I, I don't know. She was probably early teens. And. The guy in front of us had obviously had a few, right? And he was just saying a lot of nasty stuff and bad words and all this stuff. And you run into that at those, you know, situations when you're at the ball games and people are drinking and all that. I mean, you're just going to run into oh, that. Yeah. But, you know, Keith's not wasn't the type of person to let that kind of stuff slide, right? <laughs> so, Unless I it was him a- saying it. Oh, of course. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but I had a feeling when we were sitting there, I'm like, I could just tell I'm like, something is going to go down. Like this, <laughs> it's just not going to end well. Uh, you know, I mean, Keith was a big, strong guy, right? And this guy in front of us was not, I mean, he wasn't super tiny, but he wasn't like a formidable person at all. Right. And, and I'm like, this is just not going to end well for this fella at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> So I don't know what inning it was. It was relatively early in the game. Second, it, right? Yeah, it probably was. I, I mean, I'm sure it was real early in the game. But, but uh, Tiffany and I were like, okay, well, let's go get a hot dog or whatever, and then maybe stop by the gift shop, and then we'll come back. So we get up, do our thing. As we're coming back, we see Keith standing at the end of the aisle with the police. <laughs> and we're like, oh, no. <laughs> what happened? So we go up and we're like, what happened? And he's like, I choked him. <laughs> we're like, what? <laughs> he's And the cops are standing there. You know, the cops are pretty much laughing at this point, right? Because, I mean, the guy was like, uh, you know, talking a lot. I mean, he was obnoxious. Um, but, of course, you know, uh, well, you'll find out the result. But uh, so... He had said something, and um, I don't know if Keith told him, you know, to watch his mouth or something. And then uh, Shelby, there was some back and forth. Shelby started crying, and Keith basically told him he better shut his mouth. <laughs> the guy stood up. Well, that was a mistake. And that's when <laughs> Keith grabbed him by his throat, picked him up. And, uh, and then I don't know exactly how it got broken up. Uh, I know – they said that that guy's eyes got about the size of baseballs when he picked him, when he grabbed him by the throat. And I, when he got free, he went straight to the cops. And uh, and so we're standing out there, and the cops are like, look, you know, we're sure this guy was probably a jerk, but you guys have got to go. Why do we got to go? Yeah, right. So we ended up getting kicked out of the game. So... So we, you know, we, I don't know, we probably got three innings worth of the game in before, uh, before we had to leave, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was a pretty, pretty exciting little trip. Uh, it was a good time though. We, we had, we had fun despite, 
The 200 mile round trip was great. Yeah. Well, that's the, that just reminds me of like going places with dad. It just, I know we've talked about it before, but it must just be a full thing on that side because it's just. It is. I, I remember going to places with dad and, and like, please. And I know I've said it before, like going to a store, like please know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I don't want this to turn up. Especially ugly. hardware auto stores. Oh man, man it was so bad. It's a short, a short uh, fuse with those people. <laughs> you talking oh, to like 19 year olds that just started? And They're making this like guy. minimum wage, and he's expecting them to be like these, you know, serious mechanics. It's like, oh. <laughs> like this, this <laughs> <is> <laughs> Damn, people don't know anything in there. <laughs> I know. Well, and one time, um, <laughs> we were leaving Pizza Hut one time. Now, I was a kid. Um, I mean, like, gosh, I don't know, maybe 10. I don't even know if I was that old. We were leaving Pizza Hut one time, and we were in our car, and this guy was, uh, he had like a Camaro or something, and he backed out of his spot, and he like oh. zoomed. <laughs> yeah, I know. As as we were getting ready to leave, right, he like zoomed out of the parking lot, just like peeled and just took off. Well, he just moved his car. I don't even know what he was doing. He just like moved his car to like the end spot now of the parking lot. Well, <laughs> when he got out, of course, before he could get out of his car, dad was already out yelling at this guy, <laughs> like <laughs> saying, you know, I got my wife and kids. I mean, he was right there as far as his yeah. point, but... Um, he's like screaming at this guy. Well, in the meantime, I'm in the backseat bawling my eyes out because I think he's going to go over there with this guy and then he's going to get arrested. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And, you know, mom's like, get back in the car. Mike, get back in the car. <laughs> well, I can tell you weren't Actually, 10. Thankfully, he did get back in the car. So. <laughs> he did. Well, and so you weren't 10 because I wasn't 16 yet because I wasn't driving. You may okay. have been six. Yeah, I was. Say, I, I remember it, but I was very. I remember yeah. I was young, and it just it stuck with me though. And 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 that poor kid. He might be listening to the podcast right now. Um, <laughs> right on. <laughs> in his defense, as soon as Dad started yelling, he was apologetic. He wasn't a turd right. about anything. He did. He did apologize. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. He said, "Sir, I'm sorry. I didn't see you there." Right. Right. I remember those words. And dad didn't want to let it go. <laughs> it didn't matter to dad. He didn't care. There was, there was uh, about to be bloodshed. So, oh, man. And it's it's funny you saying that, too, because, and I know we've talked about this, where dad intimidates all of my friends still to this day. He just yep. he just does. And I, and I never really thought, I don't know if you guys have ever had this happen or not, but I never really thought about myself in that kind of role, like how my children see me or people that I work with. You know, I just picture dad in that Thor like aura, right? I mean, that's uh-huh. strongest man I know and tough right. and all these things. I think most people probably feel that way about their dads for the most part, but ours really is. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but I was at <clears throat> I was at work um, a while ago, and I don't think I've told you guys this yet either. But 
you know, with, with my new promotion, you know, it's, well, you, you guys know you, you take on more responsibility and stuff. And, and I think people hadn't seen me in that kind of role yet. So they just knew me as, you know, Chuck, the supervisor that didn't have a whole lot of authority. doesn't feel like you have authority anyway. So this one guy was kind of griping one day about his, you know, a stock count and some packages and he didn't want to take them. And so I put him on his truck. And, well, because he was he wasn't in his truck at the moment for whatever reason. Anyway, I put him on there. He comes back and he starts yelling and screaming, you know, who put these on there? Who put them? I'm like, I did. Well, why would you do? They're on your route. Take them. And he started to say something. I said, I said his name and I said, you have two choices. You can run your route or you can go home. And then he started walking by some of the other trucks. He's like, do they have as many as me? Do they have as many as me? And I said, stop it. And I was real firm, and I said, again, two choices. Take them or go home. Choose now. Choose wisely. And so he kind of turned around, went back in a truck, and later on he sent me a text apologizing, and, and you know, we kind of, we talked it out. And I wasn't mad to begin with. It's just the way it is. But so after that, we were kind of standing around talking, and I think the people that saw that needed to see that. Do you know what I mean? They had to see that, you know, he is. So the one guy was like, man, I bet you would beat the brakes off of somebody. I'm like, I, I'm like, why do you say he's like, cause you're a big dude. You're, you're just a yeah. bigger guy. And I'm like, I'll never know. I've never been in a fight. And he's like, I bet you just whoop somebody. I'm like, well, I, I try not to let myself get to that position where, cause I, because I don't know what would happen or what I would do. So anyway, it was just funny to to get that kind of statement from somebody. It just cracked me yeah. up. But I don't think I could whip anybody. But yeah, it's I funny other it. people's other people's perceptions. <laughs> yeah, how misguided they are. Right. Right. <laughs> no, all you do I, is get to my left or right. I don't know where you are. <laughs> no, listen. I mean, I haven't been in a fight forever. I mean, I like. I mean, just a long time, but. Um, uh, I was just talking to Tiffany about this the other day. I'm like, like, I'm not. I've told Tiffany this. I, I think I've come to this realization that because sometimes she'll say, "Well, I think you're too nice." Like when you're delivering information and stuff. And I told her, I said, you know, I've thought about that. And I said, the problem is, and really, it's nothing that. I mean, it just is what it is. I'm not. What What happens is if I get to a certain point, like. If I can't like raising my voice to someone or like getting to that point, I'm ready to fight. Like right. that's just where I am. Like I, I'm not the person. If I if I lose that ability to kind of stay in this zone, then I'm just ready to fight. Now I might get my butt whooped, but whatever. Like I mean, that's just the way it is. We're gonna find out. <laughs> right. So I mean, I mean, I luckily I've not like. I mean, I, like I said, I don't want to fight anybody. I just watched a documentary about. Uh, it was rugby, um, wheelchair rugby, and one of the guys on the team uh, got in a fight, punched off of a deck, and that's how oh. he. That's how he uh, became paralyzed. Um, Jeez just in a, in a fight at like a barbecue and it's like, man, that stuff's real. Like that stuff happens. You know, you, somebody falls, hits a curb, you know, people like, die, yeah. yeah, people die. I mean, it's like, 
this kind of stuff happens. No joke. I mean, it's, you know, um, it, you shouldn't, that should be like the last option, uh, you know, I, and, um, but I, I just know that I'm that way. And again, I, I mean, I know it's probably not cause sometimes maybe I'll let, I'll, I'll bottle something up a little bit because I'm like trying to keep myself in check a little, um, but I think I've realized that for, for whatever reason, I just don't have that real strong capability of being able to like yell without being in that frame of mind. Right. Like if, if it comes to that, then I'm just ready for whatever's going to happen next. And it'll take me a minute before I can register. And I've had, you know, being a manager, I've had some heated conversations with people and, um, Afterwards, I have to like really cool myself down, you know. Um, n- not that I was gonna fight him in the office or anything, but it's like uh, I, that's not how I deliver information. Like I, that's just not. I I can't do that and and feel okay with it right. uh, without it. Just I'm completely mad. Like, uh, and I don't know. That's maybe it's just my personality, I guess. Well, but. I think to your point, though, because I know delivering news, most nine times out of ten when you're delivering some type of bad news, the person you're delivering it to already probably feels bad enough at it. So yeah. so why, you know, you get your point across, but why do you got to make it, like, I'm there to try to help them and, and right, exactly. make it more productive as possible. So I try right. to go from, no, if you don't take what I'm saying and you go do what you're going to do, then you're just going to find yourself on the street. There's nothing I can do about that. Yeah. But I'll do what I can to help you, but I don't get mad. I don't think I've ever been mad to the point where I think there's only been a couple of times where I've yelled on the phone, but like I, I try very hard to keep my cool. For one, if I get mad, there's not going to be Jennifer's not going to be able to hold me back or anything. So I try to not get upset at people. Just tickle you. All you got to yeah, do is just, just go straight for the tickle. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I've never been. I've never been to the point where, and to the point where I want to fight. Um, and hopefully, I never get to that point. Not saying that if it yeah. comes down to it, I'm going to run away from it because I won't. Yeah. But, but. Um, I mean, I've been in some fights. I mean, most of them were just like, you know, when I was younger. So I was like, whatever it was, what it was, nothing super crazy. But um, the thing is, like afterwards, you always feel stupid, like. Uh, even uh, who knows who won it doesn't even really matter you're just like nobody oh, wins why did i do that that was dumb why did i even well, react I like for that? me like carrying and i talked about before trying to carry that tough guy persona around too that's not really who i am if anybody knows me i, I don't i don't i'm just you know a nice guy but in high school that's not true my kids say that. you're a bully yeah they always <laughs> say that if they just woke up for school the water wouldn't have gotten involved <laughs> But, That's just one but, of many examples. Um, well, <laughs> they deserve it. I think there was a time, like realistically, I mean, I was never a big guy, especially when I was younger, and uh, I think there was a time I felt like I just had to had the like the little guy syndrome almost, even though I wasn't maybe tiny, tiny, but like I just felt like I had to be scrappy, you know. Like uh, I think uh, maybe that's probably why I. Um, Sometimes it'd be a little quicker to <laughs> go to go to blows. <laughs> right. Well, uh, and I, yeah. I know for for me it was 
there it is you know i don't i don't feel like i need to have a crucial conversation with somebody and yell right i mean yeah i'll i'll start off with if it's going to, if we're going to have a crucial conversation let's be respectful right we might not agree in the end however my vote is the one that's going to count right but if you got something to say i will listen and you do the same when i'm speaking yeah i'm not going to interrupt you you don't interrupt me we can handle this as adults however do not and i think the other thing that that getting people to realize is you know do not mistake kindness for weakness that's right yeah and and then the other one that that uh my boss said that that i love is you know if we have a disagreement or you're screwing up or there's a conflict going on we will be happy to promote you to the role of customer <laughs> All right <laughs> so yeah. i i really like that saying yeah well I mean, I had one instance since we've been home where, I mean, I you know, I've only had a handful of times where I've had to, like, either shut someone off because they were getting disrespectful or the conversation just was heading in a bad direction and it wasn't right. going to help their cause any. And I'm just like, this needs to stop. And uh, I had one time at home and the kids were home this during COVID stuff and it got a little, you know, the person said something, they were out of line, and then it got a little heated. And the kids, I mean, I try never. My thought is if you're yelling, I want, especially with the kids, my philosophy is if you're yelling, they know I'm serious. Right. So I don't want to yell. If I'm yelling, then they need to stop what they're doing. So I don't want to yell unless I have to. And if I'm yelling, then they know it's serious. That's yeah. always been my kind of thought with it. And so I, not that I was like full yelling, but like my voice was getting escalated on the phone and like they came in like, and they're like, after the call, they're like, dad, like what happened? Like, is everything okay? <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh. I was like, yeah, you know, it's, it's fine. I said, you know, maybe it just got to a point where it shouldn't have, but it's fine. You know, it's like, I don't know. Typically I think I, I try to, be understanding you know because most of the time one thing that i've learned i have the same problem is people have tunnel vision i have tunnel vision everybody does everybody does, uh, yeah. i mean it, it's about realizing that and then broadening your perspective right so like changing your scope um but sometimes people get such narrow vision that they can't see the greater good or they can't see the issues behind what you're trying to tell them or you know they only see their point of view and they can't see beyond that and that seems to be whenever you know you you run into the problem but i try to be understanding with that to say look i know that you're seeing it this way i'm trying to explain it to you in a different way so you can kind of see a, a different perspective like right but you know that's easier said than done in a lot of cases uh, sometimes it just takes time out of a scenario is he a bully? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed and done. And he's the well, smartest someone, person I know. If someone wouldn't go around saying they're swole all the time. I'm just trying to keep him level-headed. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> well, and I know we. I had another incident with with one of our one of our guys, 
And, you know, and the thing is, it's like most of these guys that, that are there at work are, are, and women, but most of the people at work are, are good people. They want to work hard. They just want to do, do a good job. Some of them are misguided and they need a little help for whatever reason. But anyway, um, so the one the one guy was was getting in some trouble for some stuff and and the, it was like a time off issue and absenteeism and stuff like that. And, so he was like, well, you know, what if it could have been my son? And so he looks at me and he's like, what if your son has a fever? What are you going to do? What would you do? And I said, I'm answering the question because I'm not the one that's angry, right? He is. So when he looked at me, he's like, what would you do if your son had a fever? And I said, it doesn't matter. Right? I'm answering the question because that's not what we're talking about. It has nothing to do with any of that stuff. And we're not talking about me. So he takes it and runs with it. Well, my son doesn't matter now. You're telling me my family doesn't matter. My son doesn't. And I'm like, no, that's not even close to what just happened. I answered your question. What did you ask me? Well, you know, he's not going to hear that because he's already angry. So anyway, we got, we got that situation resolved and taken away or taken care of. But as a few days later, uh, I had to call him about something when he was out on the run. And so I called him and I said, Hey, while I got you on the phone, let's go over something. You know, and I explained to him, you, you know me, I will never tell you anything matters more than your family, especially your children. Right. I've, I'm a firm believer in that. Now that doesn't mean that you're okay to do whatever you want as that is an excuse or that is a reason you still have your job duties and responsibilities. However, what I'm telling you is I know family comes first. And if you got to make decisions based on it, that's fine. But let's talk about that incident that happened. And he's like, <laughs> I know. He's like, I know I was mad. It was a misunderstanding. It was, I'm like, you're right. And I, so trying to be a leader in that situation, I'm like, you know what, if, if what I said came across, in a way that I didn't mean it, and obviously it did, I apologize for that. In no way did I mean for you to feel like I was saying that about you or your family. So, I mean, you know, I think 90% of the time, if not more, you can get it worked out if just cooler heads prevail. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Don't yell. Unless you're talking to your spouse, and then all yelling is all that you can oh, do. Oh, yeah, about. absolutely. Cooler <laughs> heads are not even involved. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny is I talked to someone about this at work today, actually. I think sometimes work takes so much of my patience away. By the time when I get home, it's just, yeah, I just run out of it. <laughs> you know, hey. I knew you were going to ask. Hey, hey, is he a bully? Hey, up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See, that's Just to clarify to the to the audience, they're talking so they're about talking Mike. About Mike. He's such a big <laughs> Is Walker still Reagan number two? Oh, in my phone. I don't even have Reagan number one in my phone. It's right. just Reagan number two. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Look, you I got didn't Reagan. have Reagan's number though. So there no, is I no. Don't. Let me hold on. I'll pull it up right now. I'll show you on camera. I've never changed it. <laughs> 
because I think it's hilarious now. Hey, you know what we have to do? One of us has to get onto another podcast that's like real popular. You see it all? And then yeah. just <laughs> and then advertise our podcast. Right. That's <laughs> like right. Scrubs. Scrubs podcast is like super popular. Yeah. So if Hello? one of us get on that, that would be perfect. <laughs> hey, hey welcome say, to the show. You say welcome to the show. Welcome to the chicken poop. <laughs> chicken poop. <laughs> no chances of getting done. <laughs> welcome to the show, chicken right. poop. Is that what you said? Yes. Listen, I need you to say. Welcome to the show. Okay. (laughs) 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 Gotta do it again. That's hilarious. All right. Ava, listen, be serious. Okay. Right. In here, I want you to say, Welcome to the show. This is Offspring. Be serious. You gotta say it clear. Say it clear. Don't laugh. Say it clear. Say, welcome to the show. Say it. Say it clear. Say it loud. And say it clear. Ready? I feel like she's forgetting to say show. I know she's skipping that part. <laughs> she got welcome out. She started laughing. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> That's a good one, I think. <laughs> I, I think welcome to the chicken poop is actually pretty, pretty relevant. <laughs> That's probably more accurate. <laughs> accurate. That's the word. <laughs> Well, he does that all the time, and Jennifer hates it. We can't get her to stop. I think yeah. it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious, dude. I think it's Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, look at as cute as she does. She can get away with anything, so it don't That's matter. Right. She is hilarious. Well, it's getting kind of late. Yeah. Oh, you got to go to bed. Yeah. Well, I need to watch a show before I go to bed. Oh, jeez. Gots to get my shows in. <laughs> Gots watching... to get my shows on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got Tiffany watching uh, Better Call Saul. Did I tell you I fell on the that's ice the other day at work? No, that's funny. Did you, break, did you break concrete with Jell-O? <laughs> I, t- I had to come home and get Walker to go jump for me. Oh, oh my gosh. Right. When we get Walker. Yeah. Mom said, I saw Chuck drive past with Walker. There must be a lot of call-ups at his work today. Oh, no, I drove I drove the truck from our remote lot <laughs> to the dock. I know this is going to surprise you guys when I tell you what happened. So I get to the I you know, drive the truck to the to our dock and I'm I back in. So I'm getting out. Like I said, this is when it got really bad with the snow and ice and everything everywhere. So when I'm stepping out of the truck, three points contact, right? So I had, you know, two feet in contact with the truck and I could, (laughs) so stupid, I could see the ice 
in front of me as I was getting out the side of the truck, right? So it was like, you know, you open the door, you look, I can see the ice in front of me. What I couldn't see was the ice underneath of me. Because <laughs> right. my head just doesn't bend that far. Your neck. <laughs> so, oh, nice. so as I step on it, I'm 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 starting to slide, right? I'm going. Now, the weird part about this, who knew a seatbelt is not a good third point of contact? Because <laughs> All right. just flaps. <laughs> right. It's the only thing I had to grab. So I grab it. Now it did slow my fall. <laughs> but it didn't right. stop my fall. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was it was just this dramatic fall and it felt like it took a half an hour, but I think I still hit pretty hard and it hit right on the left side of of my back and, and butt and stuff, which would be the side I would not want to hit because that's the side that always caused me the, the problem uh, when I had this ball this. So I hit and I'm like, Oh, oh god, this hurts. Oh, this is bad. Oh, this is bad. And so I finally pulled, and nobody else was really there yet. It was just me, so nobody saw it. Thank goodness. Um, but I mean, it was hard to walk, and I, you know, I had to run around 100 stops and I'm like, or whatever it was, 100 and something. And so Al finally showed up, and I'm like, uh, I fell. So I told him, you know, what had happened. He's like, Can you work? I said, I can drive. <laughs> but I don't know about getting out a hundred times. He's like, well, you want to, you want to go get the cavalry? I can do that. I can go get him. So, so I had to come yeah. out and get him. It was, it was rough. He's like, do you need medical attention? Like, no, no it's <laughs> not that bad. It's just, it's going to hurt. I'm old. <laughs> oh, so yeah, man. then I felt, I just felt, st- there's no way I can convey how stupid you feel when your disability bites you because you're convinced you don't have one. Right, right, right. And then when something like that happens, you just, I just couldn't see it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm still not, not, there's still nothing wrong. Not (laughs) to compare it to a disability, but it's kind of like Marcus with being short and thinking he's fast. Hey, we're deceivingly fast. I'm deceivingly fast. I don't think you are anymore. Uh, oh, that's not true at all. <laughs> oh, contrary, my friend. Listen, man, I so like I'll run, you know, I'll run sprints or whatever, but like I call them sprints, quote unquote, because if I run during the day, it feels like I'm barely moving. Like, but if I I found that if I run them at night. It feels like I'm zipping, and I don't know what it is. So I like to run them at night because <laughs> I feel like I'm really fast. <laughs> it's fantastic. Like I swear, daytime, and I know I'm running the same speed. Daytime, I'm like as slow as a turtle, right? But at nighttime, man, I'm like, whoa, this feels great. <laughs> now, if Mikey thinks he's slow as a turtle, Marcus, where's that put us? Oh, I'm man. the hare. I sleep and then you pass me. oh gosh i know you all remember when i hit that triple in softball oh my god trash can won't forget oh yeah i (laughs) still hit that (laughs) mike i think you've been trying to get off here for about 25 minutes yeah (laughs) i should have pretended like it was a 
I should pretend like it was a freeze frame. Just like put my picture up here and then like just left. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, go watch Call Me Cat. It's awesome. You'll like it. No, better call Saul. No, don't do it. Good show. Well, at least watch the current show. No, listen. I think they just finished the fifth season. Like it is. It is, is that, a current. Is that it's the still German up. acting I'm seeing? What's that? The German acting because your face is like all. I couldn't tell what you're going for there. You're all over the place. <laughs> That's right. It's trying to keep you confused. Bewilderment, excitement. Like I didn't know what was happening. It was oh, thinking. This was a subtitle. That's my thinking face. It's German. You wouldn't understand, Marcus. <laughs> That's right. You're not bilingual. Was that German? I was like, someone got a bat. I was like, Hey, I. It's funny. I was. I watched that. There was like three seasons. You know, so I don't know. It was like thirty episodes or something. I, I felt like. I was like, I think I understood that. Like, I felt like I was understanding German. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I knew he said that. Like, if I turned off the subtitles, I'm pretty sure I could still understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty funny. Like, yeah, you got it. I understood what he was saying right there. <laughs> that was Volkswagen. I heard it. I swear, I think I can <laughs> yeah, understand German. It was like now. probably pretty like sure. an actual word that means the same for us. <laughs> no, there are some words, obviously, that are, like, awfully close, but, uh, yeah. Thanks for clarifying it's, that. I appreciate that. Yeah, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> Chuck, are you? Is he frozen? He did put up a picture in me. He time traveled. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, he's not he talking or nothing now. <laughs> oh, he left. He, he doesn't have a statue artist. <laughs> right. I don't think uh, I don't think he's connected anymore. Um, well, anyway, that concludes our show. <laughs> you want to say goodbye to everybody? Goodbye, bye, everybody. Say bye, that bye, was awesome. Well, we'll definitely keep that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Definitely bye. keep that one. All well, right. Just like in normal Chuck fashion, he leaves as soon as the thing. Well, over. I'll pretend to be Chuck. Um, everyone, be kind, and um, we will be back next week with another good so, episode. Be kind. Be safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I forgot the yeah. Be safe. Sorry. He's such a dope. <laughs> He's a. He's loser. a <laughs> Visit our website at 3ibpodcasting.buzzsprout.com or email us at 3ibpodcast at gmail.com. And that is the number three.